Ah, fall. A season of change, where the leaves turn from green to vibrant golds and oranges. A slight chill is in the air, and it's met by Halloween decorations and random gourds showing up in every house. But you're looking for something else. The divisive phenomenon. The pumpkin spice latte. As you walk into your local Starbucks to order this magnificent treat, it must feel so trivial. Worth an Instagram picture, maybe, but nothing you'll lose sleep over. What's another PSL with almond milk and whipped cream in the grand scheme of things? Well, turns out, a lot. Like millions of dollars in damage. To be clear, this episode is not about pumpkin spice, in latte form or otherwise. I'm not here to make bad jokes about a flavor that is genuinely good. Just because something is popular with teenage girls doesn't mean it should be mocked and shamed. No, what I want to look at today is almond milk. Or rather, almonds. And how they're destroying California. I'm your host, Harper Hunt, and this is Cursed Knowledge. people think about California, they think about Los Angeles, with glitz, glam, and an overgrown population of would-be influencers. Or maybe they think about San Francisco, you know, Golden Gate Bridge and Silicon Valley. Well, did you know the largest state by population and third largest state by area has more going on than just two cities? I know, crazy. But really, California is a messed up state. I say this as someone who lived there for four years. The people who live there talk about earthquakes just way too casually. Hey, did you feel that earthquake? No, I was asleep. There's a popular joke in Southern California that everyone is nonchalantly waiting for the big one. The earthquake that will finally break Los Angeles off and throw it into the Pacific. Not to mention, the state is always on fire. California wildfires are pretty infamous. Every year, the state turns into a tinderbox and goes up in a blaze. In 2020, there were 9,917 fires. Over 4 million acres were burned. One of those fires was caused by a gender reveal party that, for some reason, involved explosives. Gender reveal parties are painfully useless activities at the best of times, but this one came with a death toll. And look, even without idiots and explosives... Devastating fires are a constant threat, and California just doesn't have enough water to fight them. Drought is Cali's default state of being. A sprinkling of rain is cause for celebration across the lands. This means that the grass and trees are dehydrated and brittle. The smallest spark can cause a terrifying blaze. So with no natural water to prevent the fires from starting, it's up to firefighters to head off and fight the fires. They take whatever water they can, from ponds, lakes, and even swimming pools. There are some great videos of helicopters lowering giant buckets into private swimming pools and then airlifting the water away. But still, there's just not enough water. Natural sources of water are drying up. Firefighters have to travel farther to get water, and this takes precious time. 
Thankfully, firefighters do have more than just water in their toolkit. But still, when you don't have the water to douse a fire, you're already starting at a disadvantage. But Harper, you might be thinking right now, you said this episode was about almonds. Why are you talking about the literal hellscape that is California? Well, because in addition to fires, California also has a lot of farms. In 2020, California's farms generated $49 billion in sales. And within that $49 billion in produce, at least $6 billion was almonds. I know, right? It turns out, California mimics the Mediterranean climate almost perfectly. And almonds can't really grow anywhere else. Currently, California is responsible for 80% of almond production internationally and 100% domestically. We send over 100,000 tons of almonds to China every year. And also, almond farmers take 11% of all of California's water every year. 11% may not seem like a lot, so let me give you some context. Almond farms use in one year more water than the entire city of Los Angeles uses in three years. That's roughly 3.5 billion cubic meters of water. It takes one gallon of water to grow one almond. And the epicenter of almond land is also the area most affected by drought. This means farmers have to pull enormous amounts of groundwater from the surrounding area to sustain their massive crop. So a drought-stricken area in a state consumed by fire is having its water taken by almonds. And the situation is only getting worse. The American appetite for almonds is growing. Since 2017, the per capita consumption has been around two pounds. That's four times higher than it was 20 years ago. And that's just our domestic consumption. International exports have increased just as much. From 600 million pounds in 2000 to 1.6 billion pounds in 2021. You heard that correctly. In 20 years, our export of almonds has increased by 1 billion pounds. And when the demand increases, farmers will do whatever they can to increase their supply. The 2021 crop is estimated to be the largest on record. In the late 1990s, almond farms accounted for 400,000 acres of Californian land. Now they make up 1.2 million acres. I've driven the five several times, and it's hours of almond farms stretching on far as the eye can see. All of this is to say there's a shit ton of almonds being produced, and the industry continues to grow at an insane pace. Almonds have become one of the most popular healthy foods. At the beginning, I mentioned almond milk. This has become an increasingly common alternative to traditional milk and can be found in most grocery stores and coffee shops. It's expected that most places that offer milk will have almond milk as an alternative, especially when 65% of the global population is lactose intolerant. As people became more aware of what they're eating and look for healthy snacks, almonds are always at the top of that list. The Little Nuts were one of the first foods awarded with qualified health claims in the U.S. They help with heart health, diabetes, and weight management. They can also slow the absorption of sugar and carbs and even moderate blood sugar. They're great. Almonds are good for you, and that's a fact. But I don't know if they're good for California. California. 
I don't know if California can continue to give so much to the almond industry as it's eaten alive every year. Hey, Harper. Uh, yes, Ben? Can we talk about the bees? Uh, sure. Almond trees don't self-pollinate. To bear fruit, they require bees to pollinate one tree to another. As a result, two-thirds of the commercial bee population is used for one single purpose, to pollinate California almond trees. That's tens of billions of bees. The next highest use of commercial bees is pollinating apple trees. Apple growers use one-tenth the number of bees as almond growers. One-third of those tens of billions of bees in the California almond orchards will die. More bees die every year in the United States than all other fish and animals raised for slaughter combined. They die for three reasons. One, almond trees are pollinated in February, requiring trucked-in bees to be woken from winter dormancy one to two months earlier than is natural. This weakens the hives enormously. Two, these tens of billions of bees, trucked in from across the United States, are all congregated in one place. If one hive has a disease, they are all exposed to the disease. Three, the California almond industry uses 35 million pounds of pesticide every year. Roundup is one of the most widely applied. It's lethal to bees. 35 million pounds every year. Fuck the almond. I hope you learned something new. And remember, the real curse is sharing this information with your friends, family, and unsuspecting coworkers. If you enjoyed this production, like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And please tell us some of your most cursed knowledge by joining us on the forums at epsilontheory.com. And by the way, almonds are technically part of the rose family, 